The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed on this podcast are the individual's own and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of Cadre LLC. The material and information presented on this podcast is for general informational purposes only. It can't be taught. It must be caught. So catch it on Cadre. Three, two, one. We're live. Today we have Sam Anikstad with us. And, and Sam, uh, tell, tell the folks what you do. I work in sales for Lifetime Fitness here in uh, Edina, Minnesota. Um, my job is to connect people to a happy and healthy lifestyle, you know, whatever that means for them specifically. Um, some people, you know, just looking to swim, get in endurance shape, you know, some cardio. People are trying to lose weight. Some people are trying to put on weight. Um, some people are just trying to make better changes in their lives, surround themselves with healthier people. Cool. It'd be different for everybody. The future you, the iconic Sam. Who who do you want the iconic Sam to be to be like? Who do you want to evolve to? When you're a kid, you have your superheroes. You know, you watch like Superman, you watch Batman, you know, you watch all these big strong men. Bruce Wayne, people who are Bruce Wayne. Strong in business, you know, um, dress respectably, you know, um, are strong in fitness, strong mindsets, um, strong in the fitness world. Um so you, you come back to fit, family you, you, and you love. come back to fitness a lot. Yeah. All right, so so okay, okay, tell me about family and love. Um you know, there are people who disrespect their wives, you know, their families. I have tons of college roommates, you know, that I grew up around and stuff, you know, who are still out partying and stuff, you know, and disrespectful of their homes and things like that, you know, and um I guess just representing your family and your last name, you know, is Oh, that's interesting. Right. Way. So, so these are friends and you, you use the word they're disrespecting life, their families, their fa- whatever. Yeah. And you and you see this because they're still partying, going hard after it. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So how do you deal with that? These are still friends of yours? People I know from college, you know, I lived in Eau Claire, Wisconsin for six years, you know, in that same kind of lifestyle for a long time. Sure. Uh, I mean, I can still keep in touch with them, but there's people you kick out of your lives, you know, who um, aren't helping you progress to those people you want to be you know you're not becoming that strong person you know with them around you cutting holding you back a little bit all right so so you were in that lifestyle how long were you not like after college you were in that lifestyle for a while um for a little bit i mean like man when i was in college it was mainly just living the college lifestyle and nothing to do with progressing in life at all you know is i had the intentions to be there and then i was just doing pretty well when i first started by myself and you surround yourself with the wrong influence and you become what you're hanging around, uh, you know, spent f- probably four or five years, you know, just creating train wreck after train wreck disasters in your own life. All right, so, all right, so let's go back. Give me a story of a train wreck. Go back. Right. Give me, give me, give me one, give me one story of a train wreck. Where to start? I mean, there's sleeping in ditches, you know, sleeping on people's front steps, you know, people you don't even know of. Uh, driven through fully grown cornfields, you know, at 50 miles an hour in a car, you know, crashing cars, um, driving into ditches, where to start, countless wow. stories. I right, so, so you had a wild side. It was pretty wild. I right, so, so when I first asked you a question going back earlier, you know, who are you without your titles, without the sun title? And you mentioned that you're a guy that wants to progress. Yeah. So, so you got off that path of wanting to do good. And you start was how how did why did that happen? Hmm, selfish intentions maybe you know I mean like when I was younger in middle school high school I was a shy kid you know I was kind of sitting by myself in the corner didn't really know how to make friends at all I was a little bit awkward 
And, uh, you know, like, I guess the liquid courage factor comes out, you know, when you try drugs and alcohol, you know, I mean, it's just liquid courage, it's confidence, you know, it's easy to get the faster you drink it, the more you get it. So it, it changed your personality. Bulletproof so, confidence. So the confidence came with substances. Of course. Yeah. So what was your, what was your substance of choice? Um, I mean, like I said, like I first started probably smoking, you know, like weed when I was 18 or so. And so what did, what did that do to you? Smoking weed, that, that helped your confidence? That calmed you? What did it do it for you? It just allowed me to fit in with people I thought, you know, I was hanging around with that type of people at that time. Wow. And, you know, I wasn't hanging around with the people I looked up to when I was younger. I was hanging around, you know, freshmen in college also, you know, who were just trying to live the college lifestyle, getting into new things, trying new things, you know. Um, and more you hang with those types of people, you know, the more you're going to follow their footsteps. Um, so provided me a community i thought at the time so you so you want you wanted to fit in absolutely that was the probably the thing underlying factor that i was really looking for in life at that point in time well that, that's not unusual yeah but but the other the, the flip side of that is it goes back to the original question if if you're trying to fit in who are you truly at your core purpose so it, you had to go through a journey here you had to go through the wilderness you had to figure some things out you're right and we'll come back to that so so you went through that journey who did you become now after, after all, after yeah, yeah, all of that. After all of it right now. Let's come into that right now. Sure. Who, who did you become after your journey? Um, I mean, like, there's no way. Even if I completed college and went on the path that I was set to go on that I had originally planned, you know, I had been in college for becoming a sonographer in the medical field. I was wearing scrubs every day. I started as a CNA. I was doing everything uh, in school the right way. I had big hopes of becoming, you know, like a, I had a great girlfriend at the time. Cool. I was pretty young. Things were going well. But even if I didn't crash cars, even if I didn't um, flunk out of college, even if I didn't, um, you know, make all these terrible friends, you know, at the time. Sure. Uh, there's no way I would ever become the person I am today without going through those tremendous downfalls. Absolutely. You, 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 you were tested. Okay, and you, you were put in the fire. So you, you, you're being honed in the fire. I put myself in the fire. You put yourself, now. Right, so, so when you're going through the fire, wh what effect did that have on the people closest to you? Probably your, your, your mom, your dad, yeah. you, have, you have siblings? I'm the only child, but I mean, like my parents, you know, were like, what the hell are you doing with your life? You know, like we created such a, um, you know, catastrophe in all of our lives. My parents were worried about me nonstop. I didn't think anyone cared because I was so selfish within myself, knowing that I was screwing up my own path, you know, like, my dad would come visit me and would get lunch or coffee and I would get really defensive because I knew I was fucking up my life. <laughs> and uh, he'd, right. we'd butt heads, you know, instantly. And I was not the loving, caring kid that they had raised, you know. And so I you, you were you were a good this. kid. You had good good grades growing Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. So you're, 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 you're towing the line. Yeah. You're, you're, you're conservative, doing your thing. Yep. And then, and, then, and then the shit hit the fan. Yeah. At, at, at college. Yep. Mostly at college. Absolutely. Yeah. How about high school? Who were you in high school? High school, I mean, like when I started, I was still kind of fun outgoing, you know, when I was younger. And then when I got a little bit older, I lived out in the country, you know, so I didn't really have a way to hang out with friends and stuff. So I caught, lost a little bit of my community. Um, but driving around, you know, um, getting around to be like 16 and stuff, you know, I was looking for new things to do and stuff. And um, I guess, you know, I kind of just became shy and not hanging around with my old friends and stuff, you know, and uh, I was doing my own thing most of the time and didn't really have a sense of community when I got older. So I became a little more shy, a little more awkward. I just wasn't comfortable around kids, you know? So then you, you wanted to fit in. 
Absolutely, yeah. and that's, that's where the to. other substances came in to give you courage. Of course, yeah. And, you know, that's that's a it's a lot. That's a standard story out there. Yeah. And did you realize I wanted to talk to you? I wanted to talk to you. I was talking about you when I was just in California. We were out with Goggins, and I was talking about you. And the reason I was talking about you is because you're a representative. You're a good guy, but you had you had you you told me when we first met you had no story. And I believe everybody has a story. So we're hearing that story right now. And I tell everybody out there, I can't teach life. And if they pay close attention to this podcast, in particular to Sam today, if you say one word, one sentence, one paragraph, one segment, if they catch something you're saying, it could change their lives. Yeah. So I, I tell everybody to, to really pay attention to all our guests. So this, this is very, very interesting. So I wanted to have you on because you're representative of of a lot of people in America. And you and you 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 went through the fire. And then what made you decide to come out of that fire? What made you come out of, of the, the let's say the chaos you mentioned earlier? What what was the motivation factor? What was the turning point? Uh, I mean like if I could look at one thing that was ruining my life, you know, I was thousands of dollars in debt. Um I had no vehicle, no driver's license, um, you know, like I had no career path set up. I was ruining every relationship I ever had. And that one factor that it came down to was alcohol. And I knew, you know, I was like, I could find another way I could get around it, you know. Um, I thought I could figure out any other way where I could just figure out my life, you know, if I could just cut back, you know. Um, but I knew it was that one source. And I eventually, you know, I came to a point where things got worse and worse and worse. And I thought I would hit my bottom and something else would happen. I could get even worse, you know, and I would stop for maybe like a week of drinking or maybe two weeks tops, you know, and something else would happen. And then I would just keep falling on the list. And then eventually I just had to reach out and I asked for help. I called my mom. I was like, I need you to come get me. I have a problem. Wow. Wow. And how, how did mom behave? How did, how did she respond? She knew it was coming for a long time. You know, she was just waiting for me to finally admit that I had a problem. Um, she came and got me that day. I was hammered drunk. I remember where I was. Um, so it was humbling. My mom picked me up. Yeah. I was it. Did you feel we were humbled sometime after that? Um, maybe not I mean, that day. Humbled by alcohol so many times already. You know, it was a life changing moment where I was like, I'm finally ready. I remember previous times where I was like, you know, I might consider getting help one day. You know, I might go in and dry out, you know, as they say, you know, I might do that one day, but I didn't really mean it at that time. Things had to get worse and worse and worse before you I was ready. ready for that. Yeah, of right, course so, not. So then, then you became ready with the, the day you had to call your mom. Yep. Came clean about everything I'd ever done. You know, I've passed out of work, you know, I've slept uh, overnight at my job, you know, I've fainted at work, you know, um, done hammered drunk every day of my life at work, you know. Um, how, how many years did this go on? Uh, I was probably, you know, probably started around like 19 when I first met that group of friends and I got sober at 23 and a half ish. So about four years. Did you, did you get help? Did you go to AA or something? What? Yeah. Um, the day I called my mom, you know, I told her I was ready to go into rehab. You know, um, I was there for a weekend the following day. I had to wait before I could go in, um, before they had to spot, spot for me there. So, I mean, I went through all the withdrawals, the shakes, you know, I was puking my guts out every single day. Um, you know, for, before that happened. And then I had to spend a night by myself when I first went to rehab, um, away from everyone else, away from the community. So I can still sober up, you know, before I could join the people in rehab. Um, wow. and then I went to classes for a long time after that. I was there for a weekend and inside, you know? Sure. Um, but yeah, then I went to a group for a long time and, uh, couple months anyway, just working through all the problems that you have, you know, they slowly walk you through it step by step. Wow. I right, said, so there, there's the story. 
You said you had no story. That's a great story. So if you were to give anybody some advice, young people in particular, male, female, you went through it from 19 to 23 and a half-ish. Yeah. What would you what would you sh- what would you share with them? What would you tell them? Um, if they're, they're probably on the same path in, in many ways. Yeah. What do you I think them? of a song, there's a song by Eric Church called Mr. Misunderstood. And it's all about looking at your younger self, you know, and all the hopes you had for the future. Um, being looking at if you were 10 years old, would you be happy with the person you are today? And uh, that song is all about being the person you are today and looking back and seeing other kids in their shoes who are walking that path of life where they're a little shy, they're a little awkward right now, you know, but eventually things are going to work out for you. Eventually things are going to be great. And you'll be that iconic person that you're hoping to be when you're 25, 28, 30 years old, you know. I'm pretty close to where I would ever want to be in life. I'm pretty close. How close? Where are you in life? Where are you at right now? Scale one to 10, where's, where's your life at? When I first uh, got out of um, sobriety, you know, like the goals would be have my own place, have a new car, you know, have a great career path. Um, I pretty much have those all crossed off my list right now. If there's one or two things I might want to work on, the fitness journey is never ending, you know, like it's always ongoing. I'm about at that path, you know, where I'm probably as close as I can get. I'm a nine out of 10 right now of what I could potentially be, what I see for myself. If you were going to go to an 11, what, what would you have to do? Um, I mean, the best part is the closer I get to where I think I want to be in the yes. future. Yes. There's a new ceiling every single time. You know, I never thought I would get to this point. I never thought I would get to uh, this point. You know, eventually I, I reach this point, you know. It, so you keep challenging it yourself. keeps growing. Yeah. All right, so every day, or, 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 Goggins says, do something uncomfortable every day. Okay. So what are you going to do today that's uncomfortable? Uh, I actually just signed up for a yoga class, but I mean, I'm not a big stretcher, but that's a big one. How about how about um, being here and having this discussion? Is this is this natural for you or is it uncomfortable? A little uncomfortable. Okay. Um, it's fun talking about my story. You know, I mean, I haven't talked about it in a long time. I kind of keep that within wraps most of the time. But uh, James makes a great point. You know, it's all about helping others, even if they don't know that they need it. Oh, I'm, I'm telling. We all need it. We all we all have to have each other's back. We have blind spots. And that's the beauty. It's the beauty of, of what we're doing here. We're building this 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 family. Uh, as I said it earlier, we're we're making friends, influencing people, sharing the love, building family. So so that's why I, I kept thinking about you from the beginning. You're a good guy, and so you're gonna go back and tell people they can make it. And and what what steps did you actually have to go through? What what did you, what, give me give me the, some of the steps you had to go through? Because it wasn't overnight. Yeah. I had to be vulnerable. You know, I admit I had a problem. Um, you know, you might think you can solve your own problems, but you're going to be humbled real quick and you're going to realize you can't always solve your own problems. You know, eventually you're going to reach a point where you actually do need help. Um, I was, like I said, thousands of dollars in debt. I had to pay off, you know, like lawyer fees, court fees, um, all of the above. You know, I had to go through all that. I had to pay a new car off. Um, you know, I had to eventually find a career path. Um, it's a climb to the top, you know, but uh, usually you're pretty low when you first start, but eventually you just keep so going you, daily. You, you had to take to it one day at a time? Yeah. One minute at a time? Yeah. I just knew if I keep doing the right things, you know, eventually you're going to get there. It's the smaller build little victories that eventually build into larger and larger victories. So this 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 was attainable because of your parents, your mom in particular? Unbelievable. Yeah, of course. Yeah. They knew I had a problem long before I did, you know. And Everyone does. Yeah. Everyone sees it before we do. So true. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so, so it was your mom and AA helped a lot. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, I went to, like I said, rehab and stuff and they preach AA quite a bit. 
Um, it's a great starting spot. You know, you go through the steps that they tell you about, you know, all the 12 steps and all that. Um, I mean, I, in my present life, you know, I don't really hang around a lot of AA people currently. Um, now I'm hanging around, you know, like people who have the strong, tough mindset, you know, um, like yourself, um, who are challenging you to be better every day. You, you know, that alcohol is not going to help you get to that next mindset, you know, that never, next never victory. gets, never, there's no, there's no success. I know people who are not wasting their time on anything in life, except, you know, their goals, you know? All right. So do you study a lot? Do you do, do self-help and self-care and that, that type of thing right now? Somewhat. I mean, uh, I have like reading that I do, you know, mainly for my job. There are like certain conversations that are difficult to have, you know, in sales and um, especially customer service too, you know, where um, reading can help you progress, you know, as far as how to maneuver those conversations. Um, so you're, you're, doing, my mentors. you're doing study in, in sales work. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Good yeah. For you. Better your career path. How about, how about inspirational books? Do you read inspirational books? Not a lot of books as far as inspiration goes, but I mean, like, like I said, I follow David Goggins. And how did, how guys. did you find Goggins? Uh, my first couple of trainers, you know, introduced me to uh, um, a couple of like mindset, tough mindset people. You know, there's people who uh, are looking to, you know, just progress daily, I guess. Um, and there are people who often say like, Oh, you can't run a marathon. You know, you can't uh, run a triathlon. You know, you can't do that. <laughs> yes. That's the wrong mindset. It's like you absolutely can if you just put your mind to it. You know, when I, when I was younger, whenever I used the word, I can't, then I must. Yep. And I caught myself on some big, big things. One was I was watching the Boston Marathon. I, this comes up and I see these guys running the Boston Marathon. I'm 285 pounds at the time. And I'm watching these guys run the Boston Marathon. I said, oh, I can't do that. Oh, I can't do that. And as soon as I said, I, oh, now I must. So the next day, I had to put my, my running shoes on and get out and run. I ran like a mile and a half. I almost died. But from there, I went from 285. I ran, 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 ran. Built my miles way up. 20-mile runs, 23-mile runs. Ran, ran, the, ran, up, ran marathon distances, all this stuff. And I went from 285 to 185 pounds. Yeah. Just by with that focus. So, so yeah, yeah, you, you flashed me back to that time. I can't, I must. So, very interesting. So, what can't you do today? Oh, man. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, I mentioned I was doing yoga today. I mean, I didn't think I was, I'm not very flexible, but that just means, you know what? I'm going to have to push myself and work on that flexibility day, take care of my body. Yeah. All right. So, so, so here you are today. So you're building toward, you have new buckets coming up. What is your new goal? What's the next goal? Yeah. Yeah. What's your next goal? I'm so you're, you're, you're nine out of 10 right now in yeah. where, where you got to. Now you want to reset that goal. I said, what is it going to take to 11? What's your new goal? What, what, what is your new goal? Uh, my main goal in fitness right now. I mean, like I've gone through triathlon training, working out super hard every single day, kick my own ass. Um, you know, blowing past those barriers and things like that. And now I'm really learning to take care of my body. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So you're, um, on the on you're on the flip side of kicking ass. Physical that stress management, still kicking ass, but doing it the right way, fueling properly. Wow. Doing goddamn right, yoga. Wait, wait, so let, let's, let's, yeah, yoga for stretching. Yeah. Right, let's, let's talk about fuel, fueling the body. Yeah. How do you fuel your body? I mean, like when I would get tired, I would just hammer more energy drinks just to rack it up, you know, and that's just making your body worse and worse and worse, you know. Adrenals, I mean, yes. Yeah, exactly. I've gotten the lab testing done, you know, I have zero adrenal glands, um, you know, and pretty high like stress levels in my body, you know, so I'm kind of figuring out 
revamping the correct way to do it, you know, taking care of my body, still working out using my brain rather than just my body, you know? Well, how did, how did you test for, for all that? The stress levels and adrenals and the burnout? How did, how did, how did yep. you test for that? I knew that I was just, you know, dragging every single day. I was incredibly sore. I was like, this isn't normal for a 27 year old. You know, my body was shot. And uh, I asked a couple trainers, you know, that I work with, you know, like, hey, what would you do here? And they said, look at your, what's going on internally, you know? Um, like you can build your muscles and stuff, you know, but those micronutrients, you know, those are non-existent in my body right now. So interesting. Yeah, you you can be physically fit and not be healthy. Yeah, so true. Absolutely. Think so, about so, those pro bodybuilders, you know, who I'm have uh, nineteen pack abs. They're shredded. They walk around, you know, depleted every single day. Well, they're dehydrated. Yeah, to, to to show all that muscularity, plus plus all the other uh, uh, steroids or whatever they're putting in their body. Of course, yeah. All right, so, so that would put me at a ten. You know, feeling good every day. You know, at least you know. So, um, so, so physic, physical fitness, you're, you're working on the balance. I used to think balance was, was for, for weaklings. Same. Yep. Absolutely. Because yeah, it was always extreme, extreme. Do this, this, this. And I, I realized that balance. You got more in the tank. Yeah, balance, balance is a force. It's a force <laughs> of good. It's a force of, it's a powerful thing. So, so that's what you're doing. You're working on your balance right now. Yeah. Other than fitness, what are, what are some of your goals? Um, I mean, like, I'm still young, you know, I'm not quite 30 yet. So, mm -hmm. I mean, like, my head is down at all times, live life out of a duffel bag. You know, I leave my house at 8 a.m., I go to the gym, uh, I spend quite a few hours at work, you know, I go home and I read some more. It never ends, you know, I mean, I'm on the grind all the time, it doesn't stop, you know, I'm working, 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 which is great. Um, you know, eventually I want to reach a stage in my life where I'm able to cut back a little bit, have some family time, um, hopefully one day, you know, but that's all part of balance too, I mean... You got to figure out what works for you. All right. Do you have, do you have time for family? Do you have a love life? Do you have a love life? Not at all right now. I mean, <laughs> low to no head down. It's good. I mean, like I'm progressing. So, you know, I can keep grinding. I can keep growing my career. I can keep growing myself. You know, I can keep growing Sam, but right. uh, eventually, you know, I'm going to have to find a way to make it work. All right. How, how about, how about uh, other belief systems? What, 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 what grounding belief systems do you have? As far as faith goes or. Oh yeah. Okay. Faith. What do you, do you have a faith or. Um, you know, you'll hear this quite a bit in the, when you're in use, you know, in your alcohol and drug phases and things like that, you're all self-absorbed. You care about nobody else. You don't care about your parents or you have no faith at all. You know, you're creating your own problems, um, you know, but like eventually, you know, there's a new mindset of, you know, like maybe this all happened, like I mentioned earlier for a reason. And, you know, like, uh, there's, like I said, even if I never messed up my life, you know, I would never be the person I am today. All that had to happen to get me where I am today. Sure. All right. So, so, so what else do you value? You value your fitness. You value your job. What other types do you, things do you value? Because you get, you got to get, you, 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 right you, yeah, you got to get to that other balance. Yeah. You're so right. So what, what has to happen for you to get the family balance? I think. Um, you know, like reaching a point in my career where I can slow down a little bit. I'm making a decent income, you know, um, I look at my general manager currently who, you know, who works quite a few hours a week, probably works like 50, 60 hours a week. And I'm, he must have a strong woman in his life, you know, who can understand that he's busy. I'm sure she's busy too, but they can partner together to make it all work. And I think that it's kind of the goal. Are you, are you, uh, uh, being acquainted with new role models as you progress through life? Uh, especially my career path, you know I mean? Like, um, I find my mentors are my new bosses and things like that. Um, I'm even becoming a mentor for other people now at this stage of my life. I, I can tell that. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yes. I remember I used to look up to the people who are in my position currently when I was first starting out, you know, I was like, I would never want to be that person. And I get to the stage I'm at in my life now. Now, and you're, now you're a leader. Yeah. I look at the stage I'm at now and I mean, like, I want to be in the next stage. I want to be above that one. You know, like eventually I'll get there. All right. So, so you're, you're a leader now. Is there is there pressure that comes with being a leader? I don't look at it that way. I mean, when you have that strong mindset, you know, like this needs to be done. This needs to be done. My mentors have taught me, you know, like it's important to teach the people below you too. I mean, that's how they got to the stage that they're at in their roles. Um, it's what's led me to get to me where I am now. All right. So what is the most important thing? I think it's just setting the example. As a leader. Yeah. Set, set the example. Absolutely. And then. How do you, um, how do you set the example then? Also getting other people to believe in themselves too. You know, I mean, like when I first Those started. Those are great answers. Yeah. All right, so, so number one, how do you set the example? Um, putting in the work, you know, um, just keeping your head down, you know, like uh, getting all the work done, you know, um, working on those little steps so that you can progress to bigger and bigger steps. Cool. Um, yeah. All right. And then, and then, then you said to get people to believe in themselves. Yeah. That's, that's the billion dollar question. Yep. How, how do you do it? Um, positive reinforcement, I would say. I mean, like uh, when I would complete the most minuscule tasks, you know, like I would organize paperwork and my boss would be like, great work. You know, you want to work on this now. And then, um, you're when you're starting out, you know, you're looking for praise, you know, you're looking to know that you're doing a good job, you're finding confidence within yourself. And once you have enough confidence in yourself, you know, you're growing that you're able to pass it on to other people. What's the biggest compliment you ever received? Hmm. Um, I was hanging out with a gal not too long ago, you know, and I shared with her, you know, like, I wish I could be more like this person, you know, how he reps represents himself, you know, this way. And, um, he's a pretty respectable person. You know, he'd be someone I'd want to be. And she right away said, you don't think you're that person. And it was kind of an opener for me. Like, man, I've never looked at myself that way. So she, she saw, she saw a deeper you. Yeah. Just like we mentioned, you know, earlier how, uh, your parents can look at the problems within you and you don't look at them at all. People see what's going on with you when you don't see it within yourself. Um, you know, this is a situation where I had been climbing the mountain, you know, I finally reached where I want to be. I didn't think I'd gotten there yet. And other people saw that in me first, you know? Interesting. Yeah. Do, do you do any type of meditation? Not a big meditative person, you know, just other than focusing on what I need to do today, what I should be doing today. Um, as far as work goes, as far as fitness goes, you know, like I know what's on my to-do list. So you take a mental inventory. Okay. Yeah. Mental inventory. And then, then you go engage. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so so we just asked what was the biggest compliment. It was it was the uh, the gal that that said you are that person. Yeah. I right, so so anytime re what was the most disrespectful comment you ever got, and how did you handle it? Um, man, that's a tough one. Um, I guess I had friends, you know, who, uh, like I mentioned earlier, were bad influences. So this goes like back that. to the time. Yeah. Okay. I would say in that time, yeah. Um where I had stuck my neck out multiple times for these people, you know, and my dad made a comment to one of these friends, you know, it was like, stop hanging around my son. And he said something to my dad, you know, like, it's not my fault. He's a fuck up. Um, that was one of my, I thought was one of my really good friends, you know, and uh, it kind of pushed me under the bus big time. And this is that point on, you know, I was like, man, you're not a friend at all. You're not helping me in any way. You know, I've been stuck my neck out hundreds of times for you. This is exactly what you tell someone else, you know, and they, they didn't have your back. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. And how, how did that make you feel in your heart? 
Ah, I mean, right off the bat, I would say, fuck that guy. You know what I mean? Like you're getting, you're angry. Yeah. I mean, like a number of times, I think I'm a pretty loyal friend. I'm a great friend. You know, I'm here for other people. I like to help other people believe in themselves. You know, I you believe, know? I totally believe that. That's yeah. why I wanted to talk to you. Yeah. You got a good heart. I just know it. Yeah. And you got a great story and you're, you're, you're helping people. You're helping yourself now and you're helping others by your role model now. It's quite, quite interesting. From 19 to 27, you had a major metamorphosis. True. Now, now, at any time right now, currently, do you, do you ever feel like you're misunderstood? Because um, you mentioned that earlier. Do you ever feel that now? Because you wanted to fit in. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure I stand out in a great way, though. I mean, uh, I stood out in uh, maybe the wrong way. No, I was just shy. Didn't really quite fit in. You know, I was the shy kid, like I said, you know. But, I mean, I'm happy with the way I'm standing out now. Like, I think people now wish to be the person that I'm becoming, you know. Especially like those old friends, you know, like secretly, I wanted to be that sober person who was crushing it in life, you know. I am today and I know that feeling that they're holding back. They so you, so you you feel like you're nine out of ten, you're crushing it in life right now. Yeah. And you you murdering it. And you awesome. This is awesome. And and you love yourself. Pretty close. All right, so 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 where are you at? Close. Close. Sure. How close are you? I mean, like I said, you know, like there's always a new ceiling that you want to reach, you know, it's Kind of a, I have this conversation with friends too quite a bit, you know, I mean, like, it's something that goes back and forth. You don't think you'll ever be good enough, you know, I mean, the more, I, the higher I climb, there's a new rung of ladders, you know, I mean, you're yeah, never going to reach yeah, that point. That's it's a hard. good, I always, yeah, you don't want to be a, at a sticking point. I always say I'm content, but not satisfied. Yeah, I hear or, that quite or, a bit. Yeah. Or I'll say I'm satisfied, but not content. Yeah, exactly. So I'm always moving. Exactly. Beyond. All right, so so that's all right, so wait, so going back, so you had a great childhood. What is your most beautiful childhood memory? Um, I mean, uh, I look back at this photo of me where I had backwards hat, sunglasses on. I was this cool little dude, you know. Uh, I had a great family. I mean, my parents were pretty great. I was a lucky kid. Um, when I think of that photo, you know, just, that was the exactly who I've always wanted to be right there in that photo. Me, sunglasses on, backwards hat sports jersey on i was just a normal dude and uh i have a photo of me now too like sunglasses on backwards hat where i'm just a normal dude now and i pretty much you know what i wanted to be when i was that age when i was probably seven years old you know and i wish to be 30 years old and what i'm gonna look like then i am that person now cool yeah all right so you had that little test period yeah what are you most proud of that uh i probably you went, never you went, you went through a lot of stuff yeah i never really admit it you know i mean like uh i don't like to share too much of my sobriety story but i mean it's pretty cool to see where i came from to where i am now i mean going from being thousand dollars in debt like i said no car a train wreck and like that's you know, all paid off oh absolutely yep i bought a brand new car i'm pretty psyched about you know i have a great career path now the transformation is pretty cool that's really awesome how do you yeah. want to be remembered if you could be, if you, if you, if you, whenever, whenever down the road, whatever, how do you yep. want people to remember you? Um, probably they, the they, meet, that... they meet Sam. I know how I remember you already. Yeah. How do you want to be remembered? Um, probably, you know, I mean, like how I mentioned what that one gal mentioned, uh, how she said, you know, like you are that great, respectable person, you know, I mean, like you have that great connection with other people, you know, um, I look at my mentors, you know, like I said, they're pretty respectable men. Um, I guess that's kind of what I look to be, too. Cool. Yeah. Now, if your mom had to come on, on here on the podcast right now, yep. how would she describe you today? Un 
stop can't stop enough compliments you know she would be ongoing she's my biggest fan she's your biggest fan oh, how, yeah. how, how about yeah. dad same thing um, so you're, you're close you're, you're bigger cl- fan. Yeah, really you're yeah. close to both mom and dad yep yeah that's wonderful now you, you were single you were a single child yep do you do you think you missed anything by not having siblings or do you think it was an advantage I think about that a lot. Um, I mean, like, I feel fortunate to be very close to my parents. Um, when I was a little kid, though, I mean, like, I grew up in the country, like I mentioned. I didn't have siblings around. Both my parents have two siblings each. Um, and they're not very close with their siblings, I guess. You know, they don't spend a lot of time with them. So I was wondering what that lifestyle lifestyle would be like. You know, would it be different if I had kids grow- or other friends growing up as a kid, you know, um, like siblings? I'd have people to hang around, people to talk to. Um, clearly, it's working out for me now, though, so... Today, you wake up. What's the first thing you think? Um, it's Friday. What am I doing with my day off? You know, I immediately went to the gym. Um, I know what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to knock out my to-do list. Um, I yes. have things to do. I can't just sit around and sit still. That's maybe one of my downfalls. But I mean, I take pride in crossing things off my to-do list, accomplishing things, getting it all done in the day. So, so did you, do you love the travel or anything like that? Now you, uh, you were out in I California for a while. Yeah, yep. I lived in Southern California for two years. And and, and was that during the, the wild years? Uh, nope, nah. That was, that was afterward? Afterward, yep. Yeah, I was kind of, I was able to move away, create opportunities for myself, you know. Um, like I said, I moved out there looking for a career, career path. I've been bartending for probably six years before that with no really idea of what I wanted to do a lot further in life. And eventually you just stumble upon something, you know, and you get lucky. It's exactly what happened to me out there. So what, what, was, what was the job that you had there? Like I said, I was bartending for a long time. So I bartending? started bartending at the pool bar at Lifetime Fitness, you know, and then. Oh, that's how you. So where, where was that club at? Yep. San Clemente, California, the very southern tip of Orange County. Um, okay. I mean, we had like ocean views. Oh, that, that's, a, that's a great area. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Oh, we got to go out there. It was like four blocks from the ocean. It was cool. And so so then why did. So you're, you're hitting a good out there. Why did you yep. come back to the Midwest? Like I said, moving away, you know, was uh, a bold step to figure out what I want to do in life, you know, and it helps you realize what's important to you. And for me, I mean, like the number of times I came home, I was homesick, missed my family, missed my friends, you know. Um, I started that career path out there and grew quite a bit out there as a person. And I took a small promotion moving back here and I moved up pretty quickly here, too. So, I mean, I was so, able to so find what I was searching stepping for. Stone. Yeah, I was able to find. What so you were able to come it. back here. Your stepping stone in your career with Lifetime. Absolutely, yeah. All right. So what, what was your what was your what's your favorite thing about this job right now? Um, you know, mentioning the lifestyle that I have. Um, I go to the gym every single day. I help people live a happy and healthy life. You know, you meet great families, young families, people who are having kids, people who have had kids for a long time. You meet a variety of people who are looking to have a healthy life. Um, surrounded by, for the most part, winning people. You know. All right, so what's the worst part of having a job? Um, takes up a lot of your time, you know what I mean? Like, you're so focused on wanting to do better, and there's no slowing down for the most part, I would say. Um, you're always working hard. You're always looking to improve. Um, no really time where you have time to relax and sit back and enjoy yourself, you know? If you won the lotto tomorrow, you come into $10 million. Yep. Would it change you? Would it change your lifestyle? Well, how would it change you if it would? Ah, uh, I guess I've never even thought that big. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think I would get bored. Like, get bored. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm making more money than I ever have 
currently. I mean, I'm still not happy yet. You know, I'm still not that 10 out of 10. You know, once I, I think if I was searching for $10 million, I don't think it would solve my problems. Right, so, so you, you, you were, you, you said you don't think that big. What is big thinking to you right now? So you're at the nine level. Yeah. So I want to know you're thinking big. I keep coming back to this. So sure. So what is thinking big for you right now? Like I said, when you're first starting out, you know, and working on what you want to become in life, you're taking those small steps, you know, and eventually they turn into larger and larger victories. Okay. Um, so it's still just focusing on like small steps daily, doing the right things, the ne next right move, um, doing what you know you have to do in order to have a successful day. Eventually those successful days are building the bigger days, better days. In the right, long so that's term. thinking big. All right. So, so you, you told us your journey okay. and your story you came from some, some hard times there. You got humbled. If you had to write a book and tell your story in a book, what would you title it? Um, something in regards to a transformation, you know, or, um, providing hope for the future, something that line. Okay. How about if you look a year out from now, Yep. where, where are you? What do you want to do? Well, how does the world look to you in one year from now? Um, man, I mean, like, I'm um, pretty close to becoming a sales manager here. I'm pretty psyched about that. Um, doing pretty great. Um, do you have, you, you're hitting life. all your goals. Are you setting records on your goals? And, and yeah, like I said, I'm reaching higher goals than I ever thought I would before. You know, there are times where I didn't even want the job I have right now. And as soon as I have that job, I'm ready for the next step. You know, I want more. How did you end up in sales if you didn't want that job? Um, you know, like, I guess it was the path that led me here. I mean, like. Uh, I wanted to start out and be like a guy, like a suit and tie just to start, you know, and being a manager, you know, you have to deal with like difficult conversations and things like that. Some are tricky, you know, you have numbers to reach, quotas, things like that, I guess. Um, sounds stressful, but you know, I talked about like my mentors, you know, providing with like little things that you can work on. Sure. Little uh, things to attain throughout the day, you know, like eventually that's going to transform into something else, you know, with bigger goals where you're able to handle more, you could be able to take on more. But then down the road. Sure. I right, five years, what does your world look like? Um, I don't know. I just had this conversation with my leader the other day, you know, how I'd like to become a sales manager. It's not a place that I'd want to work in Minnesota. Do I want to move away like and live in Vegas or California again? Those options are on the table. You would you would go you would you would leave? It'd be an amazing opportunity, you know, like not many people get to say they did that. But at the same time how I mentioned, you know, I realized when I moved away that it was like family that I was seeking actually. So I think that's priority number one long-term would be, uh, I'm looking for a family now. I'm like, I'm building my career slowly. I'm getting there, you know, but um, the real goal is probably find a family. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. I grew up with great family values. You know, like my parents, uh, we had a great relationship as a family, you know, and like, so you, do that one day. You, you want to do all that? Yeah. So what has to happen in order to have that now? Keep working on myself, you know, like, uh, become yeah. the, the best version of yourself. Best version of Sam will attract the best version of other people. You that's, know? you know, that's, that's brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Because that's what has to happen. Everyone's chasing a lot of stuff out there Yep. and they're better off putting the time into themselves and attracting the best version of themselves through. Yeah. Through, comes first. Yeah. That's, that's, that's fantastic. All right. So, so what's next today? Give me, give me your best nutrition advice. You're into fitness. And you're, 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 you're bringing your, your micros yep. into the body now. You're trying to find balance. Give me, give me your protocol. What is the best thing one can do to uh, folks out there who are, you know, their adrenals are shot, they have no energy. What's, what's the, how, do you, how do you start over and do that? That's what you're doing. 
Yeah, I mean, like, uh, when you have a problem in life, you seek help. Um, it's exactly what I went through to get to where I'm successful today. Um, I'm sure the same thing rings true when it comes to wanting to be successful in health, you know, ask for help. Um, I'm working with a trainer. Um, you think you can solve your own problems? Most of the times you can't, you know, you might be creating bigger problems. Um, I sought help. Um, working with a trainer, we go through what your body actually needs. You know, it's vitamins right now. It's the right amount of calories that you're actually your body needs you know you can't deplete yourself of that all right so talk to me about that calories how many calories you take in um we just up bumped under like 3600 which in wow. my mind so you is this, to is, lot, is, is this to put right on now. more muscle um yeah um you know like i work out quite a bit you know i put my body through a lot of stress i work hard mentally as well i'm sure that's draining calories in your body um I go through physical stress and those calories are providing your body with the fuel you actually need, you know? Wow. So you're taking 36, how many, how many calories are you burning a day? Um, I mean like just standing still, we figured it's probably around like 2,200. If I didn't do wow. a single thing, if I laid in bed all day, your body burns about 2,200 calories ish. And then I mean, walking up around the club, working out every single day, you know, I'm in the process of training for a marathon here coming up. So think about how many calories you burn just on a normal run. It's probably close to 500,000 calories right there. That's very interesting. 3,600 calories sounds like a lot, but I mean, like, I could eat more than that every single day. Wow. So that's been a main focus then. To yeah. Re to recalibrate, rebalance. Priority number one right now. All right. So so as we're, we're tapering down this, this, this session here, if you can say anything to anybody and you have your voice at any level, what would you tell the world? What would you tell people? I don't care if it's family and uh, uh, people at the club, uh, the world, Ukraine. What, what's on your heart? What's on your mind to say something? I have a pretty awesome tattoo that I got recently. And uh, it's just about, you know, like being there, like we mentioned for people who are struggling, don't aren't proud of themselves. You know, if they were looking at themselves when they were 10 years old, would they be proud of the person they are today? Um, I talk about like my mentors who helped me get me here today. I mean, like I'm that person who can help you get there now. Um, there are people you can reach out and ask for help for help from, you know, um, I'm that person now. It's pretty easy. It's like, I know you, a lot you, of the you, answers you, so you I can could, help. You could be a life coach. Yeah. So what is, what is that tattoo that you have? What is, what is, what is, what is the tattoo? Ah, it's just kind of, you know, like a man of God, a warrior of God, you know, there are people who are, I'm there for, to help people, you know, um, whatever can, can, I'm can asking can you, you. Can you show us that tattoo? Yeah, sure. My muscles aren't that big. No, no, no. We're not worried about uh, the muscles. I'll, I'll, anyway. I'm, I'm curious on the tattoo now. It is all zipped up. Wait, wait, wait you can unzip. All right. Whatever. That's good. My man. Let's let's check it out. Let's sure, it. yeah. So you were proud. You were proud of this tattoo. I wanted to see it. Whoa. Sure. Oh, dang. Whoa. I don't know. It's just there to help other people. You know, just uh, wow. Soldier of God. You know, servant of God. Can you, can you guys see that? Here, pull this down. That, what? Just been there to help other people. That's awesome. Who did it? Uh, I went to this guy in Minnesota. I have a buddy who, one of my first training mentors, you know, had a pretty cool tattoos and found a guy here in Minneapolis who could do that. And he did it right. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It turned out so pretty you, awesome. You did some studies before you went in there. Of course, yeah. I just want to find the right person, you know. So that is a big, that's like. a big deal. Yeah, that's so probably you're, my you're, heart you're, on my sleeve. You're I would a warrior. Say. You're a warrior, a faithful warrior. Just uh, the most important part about the tattoo, you know, his head is down and bowing. You know, he's a Humble. servant. Yeah, servant here for other Humble. people. Wow. Is it, it, what what quote would you put on that? 
um, you know, just uh, something regarding, you know, being a servant here to help others, you know. Um, now that I've reached the point in my life that I want to be at, you know, I'm getting closer and closer. I'm able to help other people get there, too. That's amazing. I really, I really, really like that. Yeah. That's pretty powerful. So where do you go from here today? What do you got to do? Um, today, you know, I mean, I'm just crossing off my to-do list just like I would every other day. I have things I need to get, you get done. You a plan. You get a plan. You're a man with a mission. Yeah. Um, huh? It can be something small, you know, getting your laundry done, cleaning your kitchen, you know. <laughs> the basics. He goes from, up. from the superhero to warrior to, to getting your laundry done. Absolutely. You, 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 get, you got to do everything. You got you to do it all. You got to yeah. have a, a, a large bandwidth. My man, I want to I want to thank you. I want to thank you for being on here today. Until next time, have fun doing what you do and appreciate those around you and always be with love, joy and peace. See you soon. Catch it on Cadre.